Hi, and welcome to the SEO Podcast. I am David Arms, the results manager for eWeb Results. <laughs> yeah, this is not crazy Look at it right here. A little bit taller, you know, uh, hair probably styled a little better, so, you know. Uh, this is not Chris right here, and I am Charles Lewis, your client results strategist. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. I'm 372. I agree. Glad to have you here for 372. Chris is on vacay. He's in the blue waters of Hawaii having fun with his family. Yep. We're in Houston, still grinding, getting that work in. He'll be back Monday, and so you'll get your regular scheduled podcast next week. We're going to do things a little bit different today. Yep. And you'll have to get used to me because this is my first podcast. So, <laughs> uh, so I do have a tip from the previous podcast, and okay. that tip is check Google Search Console to confirm your website has been indexed. Look, one of the biggest challenges people have with Google indexing is not knowing if their site has actually been indexed by Google or not. The easiest way to find out, log into Google Search Console, check Google Index, and then it'll literally tell you how many pages have been indexed and when they were indexed. Boom. All right, we're live here in Houston, and yep. we have one top position snatcher. Yep. <laughs> I'm here. I'm in the building. Let's go. All right. Uh, so we got an article. Yeah, we got. I don't a, know what it's about. But yeah, no clue. What <laughs> we it's got about. one. I got one. I've been doing some research, man. Today's article was posted on Search Engine Journal. It was posted by uh, Chris. And I normally screw your last name up. Um, Gary Giri Ranatana. I'm gonna say Chris Tana for short. <laughs> No, that sounds kind of bad. I ain't going to say Chris. Chris G. This article is posted by Chris G. on Search Engine Journal, man. It's called Eight Simple AdWords Tips That Will Make You More Money. Eight Simple AdWords Tips That Will Make You More Money. We'll get into that by Chris G. in just a minute. All right. So at some point, if you can and if you have the device, you should tweet us. Yes, you should. Um, tweet us. Uh, use the hashtag SEO Podcast. Be sure to tag us in it at eWebResults, at Best SEO Podcast. That way we can follow you back and do all of our social networking stuff. Cool. And we do not have a review section today because Chris is not here and I did not get the required documentation to find out if we had reviews. Well, the well, so. <laughs> thing is, we did get a review, but we did not have enough patifs, so he's probably in Honolulu Getting tatted. Ah, okay. <laughs> he'll come back with a tattoo. Well, he's, he's on vacation. I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> so, you should psycho us. Yeah, psycho us. A psycho, for those who may not be aware of that, that is an eWeb Results branded term for, for social engagement. It stands for shares, likes, and follows. So, psycho. Psycho us. Yep. So, the places you can psycho us, I will run through. The first one is facebook.com slash eWeb Results, youtube.com slash eWeb Results. Twitter.com slash eWeb results. Instagram.com slash eWeb results. LinkedIn.com slash company slash eWeb results. Shiko us anywhere, everywhere on all of those platforms. We yep. would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Do we have any AlgoCat? No AlgoCat today. I'm missing my favorite section of the podcast. All right. Well, no AlgoCat today. All right. Sorry about that. I do have some news, though. Okay. I got one piece of news, man. One of the things we talk about, uh, Google was penalizing people for having ads above the fold. Right, and they called it a top-heavy penalty. Well, they just changed that, especially for those using AdSense. Google now says that any ads that are size 300 by 250, like one of the most common ones, um, can be used above the fold. Google's reasoning for this is because it believes the 300 by 250 size ads can be placed in a way that doesn't hurt the user experience. Quote from Google, after careful review, we determined that when 300 by 250 ads are implemented above the fold in a user-friendly way, the ads do not annoy, distract, or result in ad performance issues. Thank you. 
Google for, and all of this. So huge thank you for all of us with blog sites who try to use AdSense for some supplemental income. You've made us, gave us an opportunity to make our ads a little bit more prominent. Appreciate it. Punch in the face to you guys for that. That's all the news I have. I do have one patif. Okay. This punch in the fist, punch in the face goes to uh, goes to uh, Mandy Love. Mandy Love. She hit us up on Twitter. She was at Bad Robot nineteen seventy six. She says uh, at Crazy Cleanup and at Metal Tiles. These guys at at Eware Results can get you amazing SEO results. Check them out. And she dropped the link to our iTunes podcast. Punch in the face to you, Mandy. Damn. Thank you so much. Appreciate your patif. Cool. That's my news. Cool. Let's get into some meat. Yeah. Oh, well, let's Do get it. into the meat right now. Man, punch in the face again to uh, Chris G and the great folks over at Search Engine Journal. He posted this article, man, eight simple AdWords tips that'll make you more money. And I chose this one because that's what we focus on. We focus yeah. on generating results and making sure you get a return on your investment. And AdWords is definitely one of them places where you want to get a return. He starts off by saying a well-executed PPC campaign can be an excellent way to increase conversions and revenue. Your products or services will appear at the top of the first page of Google or Bing for relevant searches. He's right. And what he's really doing here is just kind of identifying what PPC is, right? When you do a search on Google, you'll see those three at the top, sometimes four, um, and then you'll see three or sometimes four at the bottom. Those are your sponsored ads. And so this article is really talking about ways and eight tips to maximize those places and get the most bang for your book got eight tips number one he says uh make your landing page relevant make your landing page relevant now have you ever clicked on an ad and then the landing experience wasn't relative to what you clicked on yeah definitely <laughs> and you click through and then you think okay i wanted something i got something totally different usually just a fast bounce fast there's bounce. plenty of other places to go even to if they can even if they offer it it's yeah. still a bounce. Yep. Right? Look, Didn't he, find it easily. Exactly. Didn't wouldn't wouldn't what I landed on after I clicked from my search. Makes sense. He goes on to say a successful PPC ad drives qualified leads to a landing page. It is then the job of that landing page to convert that prospect into a paying customer. And he's absolutely correct. And one of the reasons we even initiated this new program called Instant Leads, 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 Guaranteed, TT, is because of this exact concept right here. Relevancy. It's all about making sure that whatever they searched, they saw an ad that was applicable to what they searched. And after the click, the landing experience was relevant enough to what they searched and what they clicked. And if their search was relevant and the click was relevant and the ad was relevant and the landing experience is relevant, then you will likely get that conversion. And so he's, he's absolutely right. The landing experience must be relevant to what they searched or like David said, they'll probably bounce and you don't want that to happen. Number two, two. optimize your negative keywords. So these are the keywords that you that you don't want to be shown for. And he's saying optimize them. What he really means is make sure you're using them. Make sure you have them in AdWords. He goes on to say, by telling Google what your product is not, you can prevent your ads from showing on keyword searches that don't match the intent of your customers. So consider you running pay-per-click from, from a, a product perspective, like a merchant center, you sending paid traffic to products. Well, if there are variations of that product that you don't carry, like maybe you only have it in white and blue, but it comes in black, purple, and green also, you might want to negative out black, purple, and green because <laughs> you don't have them. And so you don't want your ad to show for anyone searching for black, your product, or green, your product, because you don't have it, right? You only have white and blue. And so, and so you don't want to bid on green and pay for that click and can't deliver a service. 
not relevant to the search, right? right? Back to point number one, and a horrible experience for the user. And so take advantage of the opportunity to use negatives. And that's just for a product. Maybe maybe you're a service provider. Right? A lot of our clients are service providers. Like uh, maybe you do pool repair, right? But you don't do pool maintenance. You don't clean, you don't service, but you fix equipment and you fix lights and stuff like that. Then you want to make sure cleaning and maintenance and pool service are negatives. You don't want to show for those because you don't do that. But anything that's equipment related or coping related or the stuff you do repair, then that's what you want. So he says optimize negative keywords. I totally agree. Take advantage of those features that AdWords offers and negatives is one of them. Number three. Three. He says, um, use the right keyword match types. Let me ask you this. How many times have you searched for something, didn't see the results you looked for, and then searched again with a different variation of the same phrase? All the time. All the time. All the time. That's the benefit of using match types, right? So let's say you have something broad match or exact match or phrase match or broad match modified even. Those are the different match types that Google AdWords would offer. They all will present different results. Matter of fact, uh, Chris goes on to say the most important piece of a PPC campaign is the keyword you use and the type of modifiers you use for those words, right? And so those modifiers are what I was just giving examples of. Broad, broad match modified, uh, phrase matching exact match so so maybe you're a broad match term again with our pool maintenance example our target term could be pool maintenance houston mm-hmm. right punching the face to, to man and pool services um and so your phrase is uh pool maintenance houston right that's the broad match term pool maintenance houston but since it's broad match that means people could literally search pool maintenance they could search pool houston they could search pool service houston they could search pool cleaning houston and since our term is broad matched Google knows that these are variations of that term that he would likely search and so continue to show him our ads. Now, if we want to be a little bit more tighter on budget, then we may go to more of a phrase match where pool maintenance Houston is my term and I don't care if he decides to search it pool maintenance Houston, Houston pool maintenance, maintenance pools in Houston, or however he chooses to search it, as long as our phrase matches on, then how whichever phrase he uses will be fine. Then there's also exact match, right? Exact matches. If my term is pool maintenance Houston, he needs to search pool maintenance Houston exactly in order for my ad to show. I don't typically recommend exact match unless budget is an issue. Like if you don't have a lot of budget, you really need to monitor all these clicks really closely, then I would suggest an exact match. And so that way you don't run the risk of showing for um, a pink or green product that you don't have because it was broad matched. Use the right keyword match types. It's extremely important from making sure you show relevant results and managing budget. Extremely important. Number four. Four. He says, alter the keyword match type over time. Right? So it's kind of a continuation over three. And what he's saying is really a good, it's really a good strategy. It's something we practice internally where we will likely with an instant leads campaign, for example, add your keywords in, do the research up front, but then we will start off broad match because I really want to get the budget going. I really need to see clicks. I really want to see what people are searching, how they're engaging, and the fastest way to get as much data as possible is a broad match. Now, he says alter the mesh types over time. We likely won't let that run more than two to three weeks before we begin to change these keywords. By doing that broad match, that allows us to figure out what negative keywords we need to omit, right? Like, oh, we showed up for these. Negative, 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 don't need those. It also lets us see what other terms we may not have considered that are relevant. Let's add these and come up with other variations of these. 
then we adjust the mesh type. Now that we know what our negatives are, now that we know what we want to focus on, let's make all these phrase match, cut out the broad matches, and now we can bring our budget a little bit tighter, get better results. Take advantage and alter your match types consistently. It's, it's a definitely a good strategy. He says he does it every 30 days on here. Um, and it just depends on the amount of resources and how much budget you really use it. Number five. Five. He says fill out all available ad content. This is a really good one because of the new changes that AdWords have been making. Now you can add additional stuff. It used to be like you got a title. Then you got a 35-character uh, description. You had another 35-character description. And then the final URL. And that was it. Now you have uh, a final URL. You got two headlines. You got a whole longer description. You got a separate subdomain path you can go down. And he's saying fill out all that information. He says since they're releasing July 20, 2006, uh, ETAs, that's an expanded text ad, um, have made a substantial impact on the world of AdWords, but offering additional space for relevant content, ETAs provide PPC managers, that's us, an excellent way to tell a story about a product or a service. So, so take advantage of those. If you have all that data, use it. Right, like if you have a custom landing page, put that in. If you don't have a description about what this page is about, write one. Like the key is fill out all of those fields that they gave you. It makes your ad look more complete. It makes the uh, it just stands out more, and it increases your click throughs. Fill out all the available ad content. And I'll tell you the stories. Mm -hmm. That's that's where it's at. You know, just saying we got everything. Just tell them a story. Tell them a story. Here's what we're about. Here's what in we that provide. description right there. Really yep. quick. Yep. Quick story. That'll get people engaged. That'll get people to click. Number six. Six. He says use every relevant ad extension. So these are different from the um, expanded text ads, right? So the expanded text ads allow you to put more information about the ad. Um, ad extensions are links that you can put below the ad to various places on your website or the various call to actions or, or whatever it is. And they got so many ad extensions and Google is constantly rolling out new ones. He said take advantage of. Matter of fact, he says ad extensions are an essential part of the custom experience that can give your ads a considerable performance boost. He's absolutely right. Consider this. Maybe you're searching for something that you need to call. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, if we're using the call extension, then our phone number is there. You can click it right from search. Never clicked over to our site. Maybe you're using um, a, a structured snippet. Right. Maybe at a retail establishment like a, a restaurant or a store or something like that. Then you want a directions as your extension so he can literally click and open up his nav and keep going. Maybe you're a restaurant. You want your menu as an extension. So that way people who are searching, they can click a menu easily and, uh, and be already in a position to engage and get that return. So he says use every relevant ad extension. Keyword relevant here. If, 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 if phone calls aren't a big portion of your process, if you don't even have someone manning the phones and your sales script sucks, then no reason for you to use a call extension. Right, <laughs> you should use a different kind of extension like subscribe or visit us or whatever it is because call isn't your thing. And so, use the relevant ad extensions and uh, increase the performance of your paid ads. I tell you, the call and the menu extensions have gotten me to more restaurants that I would have never gone to mm -hmm. ever than any anything else. Yep. Right there, menu, click on it. Oh, oh, they got some good stuff. Okay, now we'll go um, out for dinner. Exactly. <laughs> he may even bounce just to go back and hit the directions menu. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then and open up nav. The key is take advantage of those relevant ad extensions. Number seven. 
Set he up. says, um, adjust bids for geo-targeting. This will probably be our pro tip right here. Great tip, Chris G. He says, no matter your market or industry, you can benefit by focusing your marketing dollars on a specific geographic location. Right? So, Back to our previous example, if you're a service provider and you provide service in all these other people's places, then adjusting your bids for geo-targeting may not be the best decision. Unless you know for a fact that in certain zip codes you got a higher close ratio and you make more money, then yeah, anytime someone searches from that zip code, modify the bid so you bid higher, you got a higher chance of getting that click. But let's say you are a physical location, restaurant. Mexican food, right? And you're in a certain zip code. If you get searches for Mexican food in Houston or whatever that search term is, and that dude happens or woman happens to be in your zip code, you want a max bid. You want your ad to show at the top because these people are near you and you want them to come to you and they're frankly looking for somewhere to go. And so you, you, it's worth paying a top premium to be there, right? You want to modify your bids for geo-targeting. Maybe... Maybe you're a service, right? Maybe you provide a service, uh, a punch in the face to Mosquito Max, right? Maybe you provide a service like them, these misting systems, and you realize that even though you can ship these all over the country, you know that uh, mosquitoes are more prominent in Texas, Georgia, and Florida, where it's hot as crap outside. And so in, in, in the Gulf Coast states, you may want to bid higher because we got a higher concentration of mosquitoes. Whereas in places like Denver, where it's really cold and, and not much rain, um, not really a lot of mosquitoes there, and so no, no makes sense to top bid in those areas, yeah. right? And so, when possible, adjust your bids for geo targeting, especially if you had the data and you know uh, where you should be expending, uh, spending most of your money at. Number eight, eight. He says, uh, break out mobile optimized campaigns. Break out mobile optimized campaigns. David, how often do you search mobily? I, I can literally say every. I think every day. Every day? I'll, I'm, I'll catch myself in front of my computer and still search hit the button for Google Voice Search. Ask it a question. I'm actually on the internet on my computer already. But and it's does so it, much so quicker. Guy sitting at a desktop doing a mobile search. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Making my job yeah. difficult. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we got a guy at a desktop doing a mobile search. So Chris G says optimize breakout mobile optimized campaigns, which makes sense because you got people who obviously have desktop, but they will search mobily. And so you want to make sure you have a campaign in place. He says mobile optimized campaigns give you the best chance to engage your mobile customers in the format of their preferred device. Now I understand we tend to work with responsive sites, so it's not about necessarily sending traffic to a mobile site and then sending traffic to a desktop site. That's not what he means by mobile optimized campaign. Mobile optimized campaign. He's saying only show this type of ad with this type of ad text and this landing experience to anybody on a mobile device only. Right? And then that way you can cater the ad to mobile. You can use words like tap to call instead of click here and things like that because it's a mobile specific ad. And when you got people who will be on a desktop and still use mobile, um, you want to use that type of ad because he may be in a position to tap to call or take action right then. He may be in a position to click the link to get directions and be on his way. And if you're, if you sent that mobile visitor to maybe a desktop experience, then you may not get that level of engagement that you're really looking for. 
breakout mobile optimized campaigns. I added this on here. Check your Google Analytics, right? Go spend some time in analytics, go audience, go mobile, click overview, and then look at your mobile traffic. How much traffic is mobile? How much traffic is desktop? How many pages do they look at? How many conversions do they have from which device? And if mobile is, is like really low, like you don't get much mobile traffic and they don't convert well, say those resources, investing in a mobile optimized campaign is probably not the best idea for you. However, uh, maybe you, um, maybe mobile is your top source of traffic, <laughs> then you should definitely be having a mobile optimized campaign. So take a look at your data, make sure you understand what your analytics look like and therefore you can make the right decisions. Man, I can't just stress the importance of analytics enough either because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, we've got clients that do 95% mobile, 5% desktop, and we've got clients that do 95% desktop, 5% mobile, yep. and you just don't know until you dive until you into the numbers. Until you look at the numbers. Got to get into the numbers. Got to look in the numbers. That way you can make the right decisions. He's absolutely right. We got people. Then we have some who kind of 50-50, <laughs> a little mix of both. Ironically, we end up doing more work because we got to satisfy both audiences. Uh, he closes out by saying Google AdWords is an investment and it is it's not just an expense a lot of people look at it as an expense and it don't work and they're just throwing money no it's an investment and just like any other investment it requires some maintenance it requires some pruning you got to monitor it and that way you can get that return on investment and it's the same exact thing here don't just pay us or any company to just manage your AdWords no you want to pay you want to contribute you want to provide information so that way we can kill it for you and we can only do that if we kind of got your support. Matter of fact, he says a properly maintained PPC campaign can help make a business owners a lot of money. Since Google charges you for each click on your ad, you need to ensure that you take all available steps and optimize the entire experience. He right. End of the day, every package we offer has PPC included. It's a reason why we dedicate a certain amount of hours every month to just managing pay-per-click. It's a reason why we audit all accounts every week. Because it requires that maintenance because it is an investment and we want you to get your return on investment. Dude, great article. Punch in the face to you, Chris G. Good folks over at Search Engine Journal. I'm going to try that again. Chris G. Chris Giria. What you think? Giaratana. Giaratana. There you go. Good one. Chris Giaratana. <laughs> I'll take it. Punch in the face to you. Uh, eight simple AdWords tips that will make you more money. I can dig it. All right. Yeah. And I will add in on the end of your article. Marketing is an investment. Oh, yeah, marketing in general, not yeah. just AdWords. Yeah. Marketing All your in general. marketing, your internet marketing, everything is an investment. Mm-hmm. It should not be a cost. If it is a cost, make a change. Make, make a change. An investment. Exactly. So, if you would like more leads, more customers, more business from the internet, yeah. give us a call, 713-592-6724, and let us make your marketing an investment. <laughs> I could do it. That's what's up. Thank you so much. Yep. That's your podcast. Good job. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. you. My first podcast. <laughs> See you guys later. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Tamely, gamely, headed my way. Cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl. Pining, shining, needing some play.
Soundcheck 372. 372. Uh, SEO Podcast 372. I'm doing the David because Chris here in Honolulu. Today we talk about PPC. About to hit you with some eight simple TIPs. Let's go. SEO Podcast 372. Let's go.